بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا أما بعد رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Beloved brothers and sisters esteemed honorable guests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Last night we discussed the importance of the 10th of Muharram also known as Ashura and how we are supposed to, inshallah, fast um, on the 10th, which is coming tomorrow. And we also discussed how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he mentioned that we should add a day before or after, and in some narrations it's mentioned a day before and after. Thus, it is best to fast three days, 9th, 10th, and 11th. If you can't do that, then at least the 9th and the 10th or the 10th and the 11th. And at the very bare minimum, uh, the 10th. But we should all do our best, inshallah, to at least couple it with two days. So for those of us that fasted today, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant istiqama and grant us the ability and the tawfiq to also fast tomorrow. And for those who have not yet commenced the fast, then let us inshallah make the firm intention and take the necessary measures and precautions to ensure that we fast tomorrow. This, is the day, this day is significant, why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Musa alayhi salam, saved Nuh alayhi salam, and He protected them and He granted them salvation. And it is our duty as sincere believers to also reap of these golden opportunities, make the most of them, and also show appreciation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we follow Musa alayhi salam, Nuh alayhi salam, and we are grateful for all of the Prophets. We acknowledge and we revere all of the prophets. Regarding this day, unfortunately though, there are different customs, some of which are good and some of which are not good. And amongst those that are not good, it was already mentioned clearly in the khutbah of last week. But just to recap, that it's so unfortunate that on one hand Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned that the reason why the believers revere this day and the reason that they fast is to show appreciation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting salvation granting salvation to other prophets but we have certain individuals the reason why they celebrate this day is to mourn and to grieve about Sayyidina Hussein which he indeed definitely was so blessed that he tasted the, from the cup of martyrdom on this day. But it's not a day, it's not sanctioned in our deen to celebrate because of the loss of someone's life or to mourn so excessively because of the loss of someone's life. And you find in different cultures, different areas to celebrate, to mourn that, then they'll have, like, um, you know, in certain places in South Africa, I remember they used to have like red apples particularly that are given out. Or there's a particularly a red sherbet, a red drink, just to... And then you have other individuals too who are trying to experience some sort of pain that uh, Hussein radiallahu anhu also experienced and they uh, slash their bodies and they beat themselves up. But Rasulullah has forbidden us from, from holding such ceremonies, from mourning 
to such an extent on the death of any person, let alone someone who is uh, um, granted such a status. There is no one ever before that Rasulullah ever allowed such a thing to do. This is what the people used to do in Ayyamul Jahiliyyah, in their days of ignorance. They used to mourn over deceased relatives or friends in such a manner that they would cry excessively, they would hire people to cry, they would beat their chest, they would uh, tear their clothing, they would harm themselves. But Rasulullah he mentioned that, that individual who does and engages in such things, he has absolutely nothing to do with us. You cannot consider yourself to be amongst us. This is inappropriate. But what things should we do? How should we honor this day? What, how should we conduct ourselves? There are five things that we can all, inshallah, make it a point to bring into our lives, especially tonight and tomorrow. The number one thing is to refrain from sinning. Do, let us do our absolute best to refrain from sinning. This is a day, as Rasulullah mentioned in another hadith, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven a taballahu fihi ala qawmin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave a certain group, a certain nation, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will continue to forgive people to come. So this is a day of forgiveness. So we should engage in excessive istighfar and tawbah. And we can all start right now. The ulama, they mentioned tawbah consists of three things. Number one, to um, desist and to stop whatever sin that we are involved in. And everyone has their own different problems, their own skeletons in their closets. So let us make the firm, in, let us stop whatever we are doing, whatever we were doing. Number two, let us make the, let us feel bad about what we have been doing. And then number three, let us make the firm intention to never again engage in those sins. So when a person does this, and inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forget, will, will forgive such a person, and those sins inshallah will also be forgotten. Secondly, we, what we should do is you should recognize the fact that this is a day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted salvation to Musa salam and to Nuh salam. It's a very significant day. It's a day where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted salvation, so it's a day of dua that we also ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He grants us salvation, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also rescues us from our difficulties and all the difficulties that we are experiencing in our lives. And that ultimately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us salvation and entrance into Jannah bighayri hisab. So that's another thing that we should do. Uh, additionally, so we have actually three things so far. Number one is to avoid sin. Avoid sinning on this day. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Allah says, do not harm yourselves, do not wrong yourselves in these days. The greater the benefit, the greater the privilege, the greater the responsibility. So these are days where we can definitely earn and maximize on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if a person is not careful, then he can also incur more sin than what a person would normally incur. Like when a person goes to the Haramain Sharifain, may Allah take us time and again, then if a person engages in sin over there, it's far worse than doing it anywhere else. So similarly, in these times wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is being sent in abundance, we ought, to do our, we ought to do our absolute best to refrain from sinning. Number two, we make additional istighfar. Number three, we make dua, specifically for salvation. And number four, we fast. That is, inshallah, something we already covered. This is so, such an important fast, just to understand how important it is. You find other sahaba, like Abdullah bin Abbas, it's mentioned, it's mentioned about him, even when he was traveling, 
he would also ensure that he fasted this day. You'll find different Sahaba, they fasted days before and days after just so that they don't accidentally miss this day. And for their traveling, it wasn't like when we travel. When we travel, subhanAllah, we have air conditioning rooms. We, have, uh, we go on a plane, in a plane or in a car. They had to travel on camelback in the hot sun. They're sweating like crazy. And they don't even have that much food. They can't just easily get, have access to these sort of commodities that we have. But yet, too, we find that so many of them, they still ensured that they fasted. So we should look at our lives and the comforts that Allah has blessed us and we should definitely make it a point to fast on this day. And then the last thing that we can do is spend extra on our families. In a hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, مَنْ وَسَعَ عَلَىٰ عِيَالِهِ يَوْمَ عَشُورَىٰ وَسَعَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ سَائِرَ سَنَتِهِ That individual who he spends more on his family on this day tomorrow, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expands his sustenance and his rizq for the entire year. This is found in a hadith reported by various different sahaba. The chains of one of these narrations is such that Alama Iraqi rahimullah, he equated it to be as authentic as Sahih Muslim. So it's a very, this is one of those customs which is part of our deen. It's not actually a custom, there's a hadith for this. So we should spend more on our families either by having a more, uh, a little bit, slightly more lavish meal than normal. We can perhaps if we're not used to really having much meat, maybe on this day we can purchase more meat. Or if you normally have one or two dishes, maybe have a third dish or have some extra dessert. In some sort of way or manner, you find that certain muhaddithun like Sufyan ibn Aina rahimahullah, he mentioned that I have practiced this for over 50 to 60 years. And I have never experienced except goodness from this. So this is something that Rasulullah advised, something that the muhaddithun, they brought into their lives and they saw the benefit. This is something that we can also, inshallah, bring into our lives and we can also, inshallah, benefit from this. Um, it's an ideal solution during these times of global financial constraint. Right? It's an easy way out. Who is not looking for another side gig or another you know, side income so that they can earn more, so that they can have more wealth to spend? But many a times we lose sight of the aspect of barakah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides a person uh, when he engages in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these are one of those things that inshallah it seems counterintuitive where you're actually spending. But Rasulullah mentioned, You never... Anytime you spend for the sake of Allah, it never decreases your wealth. Rather, it brings more. It brings more barakah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to um, stay away from all of those negative customs that have nothing to do with our deen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to implement all of these five things. May Allah grant us the ability to refrain from sinning. May Allah grant us the ability to engage in additional istighfar. May Allah grant us the ability to engage in dua. May Allah grant us the ability to fast and may Allah subhanahu wa grant us the ability to also spend more on our families. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.